Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. From the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now, your host, Steve Collins. Hey everybody, happy Monday, episode 880 of Coach Unplugged today. We're going to talk to Matt about practice planning, which I know people always ask about, um, and some great resources that he has, but I'll, you don't have to worry about them. You can, I'll put them down in the show notes and you can click on them down there. Uh, but before we do that, I'd like to give a big shout out to our two sponsors. First of all, Dr. Dish, the number one shooting machine in the market, bar none. Uh, they do a little bit of everything. Um, you know, they make, um, they're out there giving back. They're on Twitter, they're on Facebook, they're giving resources. And that's one of the reasons I like them and one of the reasons I want to be a partner with them in 2021. So go over and check them out. Mention Coach Unplugged. They'll give you $350 off. That's kind of best kind of deal out there. Also, go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. It's a 14-day free trial as we speak. You know, win more games in less time. You know, it's a one-stop shop for basketball coaches. It's a little bit of everything. Um, you know, I <laughs> Long time ago, and and I've told this story before. We did not have a winning. We did not have a winning team. Um, when I took over the job, I was the only applicant. Six 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 winning seasons in thirty plus years, and I knew I needed a resource, and that's why I started teachhoops.com. Um, I would have wanted this thirty some years ago, and that's why I started it. I'm here to help. I'm here to make you a better basketball coach. So come over and check out teachhoops.com, and let's head off to the podcast. All right, welcome to Coach Unplugged. Matt, I'm not even going to attempt to guess what um, episode this is going to be. Uh, <laughs> I've been doing... I saw you have quite a few. Yeah, quite a few. And you're, <laughs> and you're literally like the third one today. So it's <laughs> we're taping this at like 9.08, my time, central time. So it's a little earlier for him. Um, but what I'm going to have you do, Matt, is kind of, uh, kind of give your basketball journey, kind of explain to the listeners kind of how you got to the point, and then... I'll jump in and explain how we ended up talking, what I saw online, and then we'll see where we go from there. So I'm going to turn it over to you. Sure, sure. Um, yeah, I guess my basketball journey is probably relatively similar to, to everybody else. So I grew up just playing and loving the game. Um, I was a military kid, so I kind of moved all around. So basketball was always kind of that solid thing. Played AAU in Virginia, California. Colorado is kind of where I obviously. obviously hey, your, par- your parents were in the military, or your dad or mom? Yeah, dad was in the Air Force. So, um, okay. with that comes a lot of cool opportunities and, and also some challenges with that, that for sure. So, 
um, with the moving and things. But, you know, I got to see so much of, of the U S and, and meet so many different people from different places. So I was always kind of always looked at it as a, as a positive for sure. So how, how did that affect before we dive any farther? How did that affect your, did you notice differences in basketball? Significant. Um, especially when I was younger, I mean, you know, I, I played, um, AU basketball in, in Northern Virginia and Northern, you know, that whole area, Maryland, DC is just different. I mean, the, the kids that are coming out of that area, you know, I was in, gosh, what would have been my last year? I think there was six or something, sixth graders. So, and kids looked like they were driving to the facilities. Oh, it's like Chicago. Uh, Trust me. I'm like two yeah. hours from Chicago, man. They, it's the whole different world than Milwaukee and Chicago. Yeah. It's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so, you know, just get back to, to Colorado, um, you know, for later middle school and high school and, and continue to play uh, competitive basketball. And um, it was different, but, but still fun for sure. Um, but I wasn't heavily recruited out of high school. I, I thought I should have been, but of course everybody thinks they, <laughs> everybody they yeah. should have been. So um, went to CSU uh, up in Fort Collins, um, mostly because I, I really liked the school and thought there would potentially be a walk-on spot for me. Um, didn't end up happening, but what, what did happen is immediately got into coaching. Um, my high school coach connected me with um, the co- the head boys coach, Monty Alcaraz at Fort Collins High School, where I've been ever since. So um, I actually started on the boys' side, was the JV boys coach and, and varsity assistant um, at a really young age. I was barely older, older than the kids I was coaching. Um, <laughs> I, I remember those days. Yeah, yeah. Hung around long enough that eventually they hired me as a teacher there. So I did all kind of my teaching certification. So it worked out really well for me. Um, and then just bothered them enough. Like I said, they hired me as a teacher and then also hired me to take over the, the women's program, which I've been doing for, uh, just finished my fourth season uh, okay. on the women's side there. And what, um, tell me, tell me good things and bad things about your first four years. Like good things struggle, and bad not, things. Not, 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 let me reword that. I don't yeah. like the way I word that struggles and, and, and achievements in the, in when you did that. Um, let's see struggles. I think, you know, struggles for me was um, trying to figure out balance um, and not necessarily like home life balance. Um, well, maybe my wife would argue that I need to, <laughs> still need to figure that out. But um, balancing kind of, you know, that, that there's serious times and there's fun times in, in basketball and trying to kind of walk that, that, that line um, for our team and, you know, what we really actually is valuable. Um, versus not. And I think, you know, as I've been able to run my own own thing, we've kind of figured out um, and we're, we're in a pretty good place. And um, the positive is just, you know, all the good kids I've had the, the pleasure to work with. Um, I was able to grow the program when I took over. We had two teams. Um, now we have four. So we, we've kind of um, we've got a lot of kids involved. We've built a feeder system um, that, that's getting younger kids involved. Um, and so it's just, just been so, so fortunate and so lucky to, to have such amazing kids and amazing assistant coaches around me that have kind of helped, helped build, build everything up. And so explain, explain the area in which you coach, how big is the school? Um, how far do you have to travel to play? You're not, you trust me, you're not going to beat the coaches I talked to in Alaska for travel. Trust me. Yeah, no, we, oh we, God. uh, 
yeah, we we benefit pretty good. Um, our league's a little spread out um, compared to uh, other places, but uh, Fort Collins High School has about eighteen hundred kids. Okay. Um, we play in the largest division in Colorado, but Colorado's a little crazy in that we've got five sort of divisions or, or whatever you want to call them classifications. Okay. We're eighteen hundred. We're kind of on the lower end. And then there's a school like uh, Cherry Creek uh, has over 3,000. And so there's like a huge Wow, that's a big difference. difference. Yeah, they actually just sent me an email today to vote on whether I wanted a sixth classification. Uh, so they're at least looking into kind of uh, balancing that out a little bit. Um, but um, so our league, we're, we're kind of in the middle of the pack as far as numbers in our league. There's four big high schools in, in Fort Collins. They're all about our size. Um, and then most of our league is kind of northern Denver, Boulder area uh, okay. is where we have to go to, to play the rest of our games. So our typical travel in league is usually about uh, at the longest 45 minutes. Um, but usually we'll go down to Denver early in our season, try to get beat up a little bit and, and play some of those bigger um, schools that are usually a little bit tougher than us. So um gives us a real opportunity. And then we also get to sneak up to Cheyenne. Cheyenne's actually only like 30, 35 minutes away from us. Okay. Sometimes we'll, we'll sneak up there and, and uh, play up there too. Do you have rules about crossing state lines or anything? Uh, it impacts our RPI a little bit. Um, we're, we're an RPI state now, which has uh, been interesting. Uh, I think it's now the – that's probably the fourth year we're going to be in RPI. Do you like um, that? So I like the idea. Okay. Because um, we're moving it, toward that. I, I hate I hate the seed meetings. I hate them. I hate them. Yeah. It's so political. It's like I don't, I, I don't want to play you. So it's like, it's like people don't like – I'd rather have a computer – I'd rather be mad at the computer than another person, to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it lets you know – where you're at it's a little bit challenging and scheduling because now you got to get you know you need a mathematician on your staff just to figure out and so you like end up with uh you know teams that play in a weaker league that just beat up you know and they go crazy in their in their weak league and get overseeded and then you've got teams you know there's a couple leagues in denver that they're all good and so (laughs) it doesn't get reflected quite as well and our league in, in years past has been super super competitive and so we kind of ended up in that weird gray area where we weren't quite getting seated properly but uh, they're, they're still working on our formula so you know i think it's, i don't think it's a perfect it's not like the college sports i think there's i think it's so much harder for high schools um you know we've gone to florida a couple times won a couple national tournaments i know that would have hurt us and i'm telling you we're playing teams that like are legit, like in, in, I don't know if there's a perfect way to do that. Um, yeah, it'll be interesting. I, I, I don't know how long around I'll be around to see it, but, um, so explain how your, how your off season works with your girls and stuff and, and did the COVID affect it? Oh man. Well, yeah, <laughs> huge, huge impact. Um, of course, uh, you know, typically we'd probably go, usually nine or 10 months as a team of various levels. Uh, the traditional season is November to, if you're good enough, March 
uh, early March is when our season is. Um, I'll leave them alone at the end of March and usually April. Of course, I've got those onesie twosie kids that, that want to get in. And- I know. I, I, I tell them I don't want to see them. I, tell, I say post-spring break is what I do, um, mm-hmm. which tends to be end of March, early April for us. I said, you need a break. I need a break. Your body needs a break. It's okay. You know, you know. <laughs> um, yeah. 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 And we have a lot of multi-sport kids. I know different states do it different ways, but we have girls soccer in the spring. And so we've got a lot of kids that uh, go and play soccer, which is awesome. And um, I, I'm, I actually really like soccer. So I go to soccer practice. I like so soccer. Actually- I'm telling you, I coach Wesley Matthews who plays for the Bucks, and he was like an uh-huh. all state soccer player. I'm telling you, Soccer players see the floor really well. You know, yeah, what I mean? and it's about we're spacing. fortunate that our point guard is a soccer kid. Right. Actually, our the last several point guards we've had have actually all been soccer kids. Now that I think about it, so um, so that, so we usually about May, maybe late April, uh, we start getting into um, kind of onesie two, maybe two workouts a, a week, um, just getting them back so that. Um, by June, we can hit all our team camps, usually okay. three to five team camps in June. Um, and then July, I'll typically leave them alone and we'll only do individual and small groups by request. And, um, Hey everybody, hope you're enjoying the podcast as much as I am. Please go over and check our website, teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. Uh, 14 day free trial. It's got, it's got office hours. It's got one-on-one calls. It's got handouts. It's got practice plans. It's got how to do just, it's a, it's got a roadmap for you. That's what you need. A roadmap. Um, so go over and check that out. Again, it helps us keep the lights on. It helps us keep this, 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 uh, train a chugging, um, subscribe and like, we would love that. Um, if you love these podcasts, especially on Apple and Spotify, if you leave us a five-star review, we would really appreciate that. All right, let's head back to the podcast. Cause they, a lot of them are, well, not a lot of them, but a handful of my kids play AU. Right. So, I try to leave you know, July alone too. It's like, and then for us football starting then after that. So it's like uh, yeah. June tends to be my month. Um, yeah. Yeah, like we'll do stuff together in June and then July. I like I do exactly the way you do. It's like we'll have open gyms, we'll do all that stuff in July for the guys, people that are around. But um, that, that, and I've pivoted a little bit with that in the sense that I want go to the cabin with your family. That's good. It's okay to go do that. You know, we just got to, and my big thing is just make sure you communicate. Like I want to know that you're not going to be here. That's fine. You're, but that's what irritates me is when they don't communicate. Uh, right for sure for <laughs> sure so yeah so july and then usually august um we'll leave them alone so um so i guess that's kind of kind of nine months and then again like it like i said the the, the onesie twosies that just kind of hang around the gym they're always trying to get in they we, we have the benefit of having a shooting machines so you know a lot of them don't even really want to talk to me they just want to get in and spend an hour on the machine and, and move on which is awesome which uh, is always a good day so but obviously um, all that kind of got messed up with, with coronavirus. So um, I created a little website uh, with a bunch of drills and kids could like track their points and had bitmojis and um, that Didn't turned work. out pretty cool. Uh, yeah, for the most part. Um, and so we just assigned like, you know, I made a list of these are ball handling drills. These are um, the shooting drills that you can do at a park. And I went and recorded myself doing them all and, 
Um, I can send you the link. I, I shut it down, but I can, I can read. Yeah. I'd love to look at it. I'd love to look at it. It was fun for the girls. They kind of competed, um, each drill, like I said, was assigned to different points. And then each night they would just kind of record what they did and kind of battle along these leaderboards. Once they hit certain thresholds, I'd deliver them lunch and, um, you know, they love that. Anytime they can take my money is a good day for them. <laughs> I, I love, I, I, I mean, I did stuff with my guys too. The, the, the hard part is to get them interacting. Um, mm. and I love the idea of the recording part. Cause I did that too. Um, cause otherwise if you send it to them, it gets lost in this vast, like suction of the internet, like, and it just disappears yeah. in their minds. Um, so that's what I'm thinking about. I'm I'm thinking about doing some stuff with my guys come, you know, if we have the season, if we don't have the season, how can I meet with them? Um, yeah. So I've been working yeah. on a couple things like that too. Um, and one thing we did that I think really kind of helped with that is uh, we broke them up into many teams. Um, and like every two weeks we kind of switch them up. So their team, we collected their team points too. Okay. And so I think that was really helpful for our incomers because they immediately like got pulled into the groups because the older kids were texting them like, Hey, you got to go get some points here where we're losing in our little team. Right. And then like, I would get them like a, you know, like a Starbucks gift card or something. For, it doesn't matter. For yeah. And, yeah. yeah. Um, so <laughs> yeah. That, that I think was, was kind of a cool way to keep that kind of team aspect together. It's that small group thing. That's a great idea. I'm going to think about that when I do some of my stuff this fall. Um, so let's talk about the practice planner, that, that the reason I saw you on Twitter. And, and, and here's the thing with Twitter. I like Twitter. It's fine. The, the chances of me seeing you putting something up, I mean, Twitter is like this feed. That's, what, that's what's weird about Twitter, in my opinion. It's like it's this feed that if, if I hadn't been on at that specific point, never would have seen it. Like it just sure. on down the feed, whatever. But it was, it was one of those things that I, it's like, whoa, that looks really cool. Let me look at that. Um, so why don't you explain what you did and then we can talk about it in greater detail. Yeah. So, um, you know, as probably most people have been doing, just soaking up so many webinars and, and zoom calls. Almost um, too many, almost too many. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, all my notes that I have is just, just crazy. It's going to, I'll have to go back and sort through them, but. Um, one of the webinars I, I was sitting in on and caught a little piece was, uh, coach Kamaki over at, uh, Sierra Canyon, um, on the, on the women's side. She's awesome. Does, does incredible work. I'm going to have her on. Um, she's on my, she's on literally on my thing. I'm going to, I know a coach, I got their contact stuff. I'm going to try to have her on. She's unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. Good people. So, um, what I saw from that kind of just caught it, um, as she's kind of going through stuff is she just had, um, an Excel spreadsheet with all her drills. Uh, hers was awesome, which is, I, I'm going to try to figure out a way. We kind of got a new camera system in our gym. So did you get the, uh, automatic, records, the automatic ones? Yeah. 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 Um, and we tested, we got it last year, but we're, I didn't really trust it. So, um, we're, <laughs> Oh my we're God, to, you're just like me. We taped every <laughs> game. I didn't trust it. I didn't yep. trust it. And I taped practices and it's like, Oh, what happens if it go? I I can't go and not have my tape. Yeah, I know. Yeah, so I tried to tape practices. It didn't quite work for me, um, so I didn't get the. So, but nonetheless, she has a list uh, of all her drills and like a video with it, which is going to be awesome for assistant coaches and, and things like that. But um, she would go in 
and she would write her practice plans and she must have kept them but she hand wrote every single practice plan and then by the end of the year she would tally it based on months of what drills she did um and so on and so forth and and i thought that was kind of a cool idea i have kind of exit meetings with my players every single year and yeah the feedback i get every year is we do the same drills too often and so i was kind of thinking about that and i was like man you know it'd be kind of a cool cool way to kind of track that and figure out a way to do it and so then it sort of evolved into kind of creating this bank of drills then could i categorize them kind of in a way that worked for my brain and and kind of see what skills i was working on and then it evolved again into well i think i could just make a practice plan template and kind of have it all build automatically and that's kind of where we ended up uh, with that practice plan um piece that you shared or that i that i shared and you saw um is kind of it's just a way where coaches can can put in their drills put in however they want to code it um actually was just sitting on a guy from on zoom with a guy from spain he's translating it which is going to be sweet oh that's Um, awesome and so hopefully once he's done i can kind of send that out for for all our spanish coaches it blew up internationally too which is crazy um the the amount of people from from outside of the u.s has just been incredible it's awesome Um, it's awesome i'm gonna i'm gonna if you let me i'm gonna put it on my website and then i think you put something on the bottom that people can (laughs) donate to you or your program or something too i think right yeah i i i Put it in an email. Um, yeah, it was an email. I ended okay. up tossing my uh, well, it's in there too. Tossing my Venmo in there just in case anybody wanted. But more importantly, uh, one of my good friends growing up that um, I actually played AU basketball with uh, runs a charity down in Colorado Springs, um, actually where we kind of played growing up, and he provides like um, basically uses basketball as a way to keep these kids engaged and. Um, so he just did a huge back to school drive and he packs backpacks with, awesome. um, uh, usually, you know, lower income right. um, families, he provides free leagues. So, um, he's doing much better work than me. So, uh, if you can toss, if, if you like it and toss him a donation, that's, that's significantly better than tossing me, uh, anything. So, <laughs> well, I'll have you, I'll have you get both of them and then I'll put them on. I think that's great. I, I love giving back when people use stuff like that. Um, I think the way you did it too, it, it made sense. And I love that the, the, you had the chart there where you could kind of see the percentages of it's the math teacher in me that love that. Yeah. Um, that, that keeping track of it is such a difficult process. I think keeping track, um, you know, I use, I use, two, I use an electronic one and then I use a paper one. Actually, I make two practice plans if you can believe that. Um, mm-hmm. Because I, it's a working document for me until literally I walk on the floor um, and then the, the electronic one or like the spreadsheet that you're talking about would be my like history of it. Um, but my guess is if I went back in the season, and looked at the one I actually started with in the morning and the one I actually had it by the, it probably changed 10, 15% during the day. Um, yeah. Cause it's one of those live doc and I'm changing it during practice and we got to do this. Um, so that's just the way my brain works. It's just kind of depends on, so how long did that take you to do? It had to take you a while. Or you must be an Excel spreadsheet guru. Um, to be honest, I'm horrible at Excel. Okay. Um, <laughs> a lot of people just ended up with similar problems. <laughs> okay. 
And so a lot of Googling and a lot of time, um, I actually ended up having to pay somebody a little bit of money. I couldn't get it to auto update. And so I was able to like kind of finagle it to a point. What do you mean by auto update? So as you, every kind of drill you add, the chart automatically collects the data and reports it. And so like every practice plan you duplicate, um, it's automatically collecting that data and reporting it there on that, on that data report. Okay. Um, and so I couldn't get it to just do it on its own and it took me forever. Eventually I finally just paid somebody. They fixed it in about 20 minutes, of course. Okay. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it was probably, you know, the, the drills list is really what took time of, you know, going through practice plans and especially, I mean, everything's just in my head, you know? Right. And right. So I get it. I get it. I feel so bad for my assistant coaches because they're like, well, how do you do this drill? And I was like, well, it's. So you think you're going to do, are you think you're going to go through and eventually tape them for yourself and your assistants? Or you think you'll do that? That would be the ultimate goal. Uh, I think that, that, you know, it makes it one easier for me. I mean, because sometimes I don't do a drill for a couple of years and I was like, I think it was this way. Right now, um, I, I'm thinking even for out-of-bounds plays and things that I've done, it's like, God, what was that one I ran five years ago? And then I'm trying to dig back and find it, and it's on fast draw, and did we do it that way? And if I had some more clips of that, I think it would make it a little bit easier to implement. Um, sure. Yeah. I yeah and then, you know, there, there's continued opportunities to share, you know. You know, I, you've looked at it. You've seen my notes. They make no sense to anybody else. Right. Um, but if there was video to it, you know, coaches could, could pick it up relatively quick. And, you know, again, the intention was never necessarily that, that coaches would use my drills, but they'd kind of put it with theirs. But that, that's a whole other um, resource that, that I think could be. So, uh, so if someone takes this and downloads it, they could, they can go in and just get, let's say you're doing a two on two drill. They can erase that, put their own drill in there, and then it will update. How, how would that work? Hey, everybody. Hope you enjoyed it. Make sure you subscribe, like, jump up and down, review, do whatever you got to do. Um, also, go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. Have a great Sports Social Podcast Network.